Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm Spartacus. I am Spartacus. No, I am Spartacus. <laughs> Today it is uh, episode eleven of season one of Challenge of the Gobots. It is speed is of the essence. This episode has a story by good old Jeff Siegel and Kelly Ward again. The teleplay was by Gina Bakar. I hope I'm getting your name there right, Gina. Uh, in the last episode of Challenge of the Gobots, the Guardians had to destroy Psykill's energy refinery and, in the process, flee an enslaved alien race by blowing up their home world. Yep. And in this episode, Turbo finds a renegade transmitter in the desert. Yep, we're back out in Jasper, Nevada, and this thing's just kind of spinning along on top of a mesa. I think that's what that rock formation is. I don't know geology. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he thinks, oh, this must be a renegade thing, and it's jamming my signal, so he just starts ripping panels off it. Really? I'd love it if it was, like, brand new Guardian technology. cost a lot of money. <laughs> yes. But uh, back at the uh, renegade's base, Psykill right away, or sorry, Copter right away, right on the screen, sees a... Uh, Turbo ripping apart the satellite, and he's like, hey, Psykill, check this out. Yep, get up, Paul. Scott's taking down the radar station. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, Psykill, well, he has this gigantic friggin' gun in this room, too, but uh, not even the Guardians can stop him this time. So, but, yeah, he's going to deal with Turbo. He yells for Crasher, who just immediately comes out from behind a door like she was just standing there waiting. Yeah. It's like it's a closet or something they just keep her in. Yeah, yeah, it almost is, yeah. And she says she's going to go give him a proper renegade welcome. Yeah, so he sends her off with Tank and Screwhead, and rather than fly up this thing, they climb the sides of it. Well, they get there really quick, but they they surround him. Uh, She does her crasher stomp. Turbo dodges it, and it hits the transmitter, which doesn't doesn't seem to affect anything, but uh, he shoots back at her. Yeah, and she just kind of knocks it away. It's like like she's batting away a ball that somebody threw at her, but then Screwhead and Tank come up behind him and blast him. And uh, looks like he's down, but he's not out, I guess, because he converts and makes a run for it, and they convert and head after him. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of confused about what happened here because I know like Turbo swerves. He's going basically plays a game of chicken with uh, Tank and Screwhead, but he swerves and then Crasher stops Tank from going after Turbo because of something underneath and Turbo hits a trip wire, I guess. Yeah, that's, I was thinking, okay, maybe this is just a guardian trap that they set up. Like, let's yeah. put this thing on top of the thing. They'll show up. We blow them up kind of thing. Either that or they set this up really quickly. Yeah, yeah. It blows the ground up underneath Turbo. He goes flying off the edge of a cliff and Crasher's like, oh, let the hunt begin, bitches. And down at the bottom of the cliff, Turbo is fucked up. He's all banged and smashed, but he manages to get to the road and he's driving along and he's like swerving like bouncing up and down and like and he's off to find help but the renegades keep after him yeah and it's uh we have kind of a good highway chase or rural country road chase scene uh the the renegades are firing on him on the road he's swerving and dodging it as best he can and then he does something well he lets the smoke screen <laughs> yeah, out to, to lose them i guess which means it's time for another episode of the podcast within the podcast the smoke screen slash turbo sucks podcast and in this episode of the Smokescreen slash Turbo Sucks podcast, he doesn't suck. The Smokescreen was a legitimate good idea with a solid payoff. It's coming up, and this is actually a pretty great episode. And that's been another episode of the Smokescreen slash Turbo Sucks podcast. Thanks for listening.
And uh, yeah, Turbo manages to get to Barstow, and that's when the drugs begin to take hold. Yeah, he and his lawyer uh, <laughs> drive into Barstow, and they find a junkyard. Uh, Tur- yeah, Turbo hides in a junkyard, but the Guardians, or sorry, not the Guardians, the Renegades, are right on his ass, and they come into the junkyard to start looking for him. Yep, because uh, he has wheels and Crasher has eyes. She just follows his wheel prints. And but yeah, Screwhead and Tank just start throwing cars all over the place looking for him, but then suddenly they hear two humans talking quietly to one another, and there's like, what was that. <laughs> yeah, we're back to we can't let the humans see us. This is I don't know what the deal is with this. This is the auto, this is the equivalent of Autobots flying in G1, I feel. We're <laughs> we're gonna there's no consistency. But yeah, Crasher decides, you know what, Turbo is dead anyway. Let's screw. And the three of them fly off. And yep. just as they do, these two humans come around the corner and boy are they wearing something uh, <laughs> well one of them's kind of got a disco thing going on yeah well I, I don't written down like he looks like he's wearing like a blue version of ace fraley's outfit from the, the mid 70s studded and then, belt and all yeah and then then the other guys got like a blue colored shirt and brown sport coat beige slacks but he's also wearing work boots <laughs> it looks like a belt that he stole from tico torres from like 1986 <laughs> um we find out like the guy in the blue his name is greg the other guy i don't know what his name was i i thought he looked like a creepy johnny quest <laughs> but uh they they're checking out this semi trailer which happens to be where turbo hid and they find turbo and they're like hey let's take this and fix him up and use him in the big race and meanwhile the command center's just driving along and scooter can't get a hold of turbo and leader one thinks it's the strange interference so Smallfoot just walks in and she's worried Turbo's missing, but Leader One's like, Turbo's a big gobot. He can take care of himself. And then he immediately gets on the radio. He's like, Turbo, come in, please. <laughs> fucking love. Like, Maybe we should go look for him. Yeah. Uh, so we go back to uh, Greg and Johnny Quest there, and they're they're about to load Turbo's mangled corpse up into a trailer. Uh, they go to get their car, and as they do, the big uh, scrap thing picks the uh, the crane picks the truck up and puts it in the trash the uh compa odor and anyway they're about to squish it and crush turbo and oh commercial break and when we come back they don't yeah and when we come back yeah greg and what did, what did you call them johnny, uh, quest. johnny quest or whatever their names are they run up to the guy in the crane like hey man you're about to smash our car i'm like well yeah that's his job if your car is in this place it's because you didn't pay for it anyway yeah but he just goes oh sorry yeah and then stops <laughs> Here you go. You can have it. Uh, so we go back to uh, the Renegade space and Crasher's regaling Psykill with her story of how she killed Turbo. And then Psykill looks over at Copter, who's like working on some wire. We don't know what he's doing, but he's just wiring shit. And Psykill's like, wow, what a great story, Crasher. I wish other Renegades were as awesome as you. And then <laughs> because Copter, Copter whatever face. he's doing, it fries like sparks go everywhere. Yeah. And uh, now, back with these two, we're off to shop class, I guess, and they can't believe how high-tech Turbo's engine is, and uh, Greg, I guess it is, thinks, oh, I can fix this circuit board with a number 97 Phillips, which is not a real screwdriver. But either way, he's going to do it. So they both leave the garage. They come, and when they're gone, somehow, I, oh, Greg took a, like a, a chip, like a circuit board or something. Yeah. And I guess that triggers Turbo to be able to just like Wolverine heal himself <laughs> yes. because he heals himself perfectly. Greg and Johnny Quest come back in, and Johnny Quest is like, uh, what the hell happened to the car? And Greg goes, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to take Turbo for a spin because they have no more questions about how this Sorry, happened. No, and- I just have to reiterate, Greg does honestly he doesn't see a difference yeah. he really doesn't think turbo has fixed himself at all it, 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 oh has anyway they're, they're going up for a spin and they drive past these two 
punks that are shaking down a kid for lunch money, I guess. And <laughs> I, I guess these are the two idiots they were worried about racing. I don't know if we mentioned them earlier. And they're like, we'll see you at the races. And then the fat punk that never opens his right eye, and I forget his name, it's Bill or something, uh, tells the skinny one with the pink mohawk that's in every show in the 80s yeah. that they'll, they'll need more than that incredibly high-end sports car to beat us. Yeah, yeah, he's not worried at all. Uh, so then we go... Uh, we go to Scooter, Smallfoot, and a new Gobot. That's named right, it's a brand new Gobot. This one's called Van God. Guess what he turns into? A van. A van! And not only that, it's another cheap Gobot you can buy for eight or nine bucks. Now listen, assholes, these things aren't moving, and I got a fucking warehouse full of them. So get those sales numbers up, or I'll have Lou break your knees. Get it? Get it? Yeah, yeah we, we get, get it. it. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, anyway, they find Turbo's trail. And I do, I do like, though, that Scooter is the one who recognizes his tread pattern. They're just, they're that good friends. Uh, I guess, because, yeah, he can tell it on this paved road, and it's the only paved road in and out of that <laughs> city over there. Oh, he's He's got, like, technologically advanced gobo vision or something. He's like a Terminator. Fuck you, asshole. Yeah, so Vanguard gets uh, strange readings from that radar station up there. It's the one that we saw earlier. And Scooter says, well, that sure looks like a renegade device to me. So Vanguard flies up to check it out. And tells Scooter uh, and Smallfoot to go head to Barstow and, and look for Turbo. And then we go to Barstow, or I guess just outside of it, at a big old racetrack. And gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> Yeah, we're off to the races, and these two idiots can't believe how quickly they fixed the car. Like, they didn't fix anything. Johnny Quest is still questioning it, but Greg is like, No, wait, that at all. (laughs) Number 97 (laughs) Phillips. There you go. And they got a nice 88 on the side of it there, so I guess they're Lindros fans. But uh, then the the punk guys we saw earlier show up, and a Mohawk guy plants a bomb on their car while the fat one that never opens his right eye brags, Ah, we're gonna win. (laughs) Except I didn't know at the time it was a bomb. We find out later it's a bomb. These two guys are, these two aren't bullies. They're like murderous psychopaths. (laughs) Pretty much. This is a race. And they, they're trying to kill people, or they will. Anyway, uh, Greg and Johnny Quest get called to do a trial run, so they jump in their car, and they drive off, and as they are, Snoop flies overhead and recognizes Turbo. Yep, flying over this uh, stadium full of thousands of people. Yeah. And no one notices her, and uh, she says, well, Psykill's not going to like this. And then immediately calls into Psykill. Uh, Copter and Psykill are working on their, their thing. Oh, actually, no, they tell what the plan is. Psykill has this plan that he's now got a way to turn off the power for any major city in the world and then hold it hostage for money, I guess he wants now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's into the scheme of the week at this point. But... um. While they're going on about the plan, Prowl calls in, or sorry, Snoop calls in and says, uh, hey, I just saw Turbo. Yeah, he's still alive. And once again, Psykill's like, crash her! And she's immediately just there. And he sends her off again. And he's going to Astral Beam Slicks and Spoiler in to That's help right, her. it's two more GoBots. These ones are renegades. They're both cars. It's Spoiler and Slicks. And you know what you need to have a race? Another car. So buy them both for your kids' love, for cocaine up my nose, and for these two fucks and their knees. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So, yeah, Scooter, uh, we go back to Scooter. He finds Turbo's tracks that lead him and Smallfoot to the racetrack. Yeah. Oh, and he recognizes, this was kind of neat. Again, I liked it, that he, by the weight of the tread, he could tell that Scooter had two humans in him. Yeah, because like, what? No, no, it's two, two humans. It's like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> He's got some good eyes. So, yeah, they get to the racetrack, and they see Turbo just zooming along, and 
Also at the track, crash your slicks and spoiler convert and join the race by smashing in through the wall. Yeah, so there are... Blitzwing would be so proud. Yeah, this is like <laughs> Mad Max race. It gets pretty nuts. But Scooter reports all this to Leader One, who decides... Again, now this was where... This episode falls apart in the third act. Oh, yeah. But all of a sudden, Leader One's just like, okay, I'm going to leave and go fight Psykill. You don't even know where he is. Apparently yes. he does, though. <laughs> but he flies out to go kill Psykill. Oh, and Smallfoot joins the race. Yeah, because that's all she can stand watching this. She's like, I, I got to get involved. And down she goes. And Scooter's kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to sit this one out. <laughs> like that guy did like that. Uh, so we go into Turbo and Turbo takes over steering from Greg, who these two idiots just basically sit here and go, what? For the yeah, rest of the I'm episode. I'm not doing anything. The car's I'm still not doing anything. Oh boy. Okay. And then like the other one will say, hey, do this thing. Okay. Oh, I'm not doing anything. Anyway, um, this is when the bullies though start to get homicidal. So the bullies pull up beside Turbo and throw a firecracker at Turbo and it does nothing. Uh, yeah. It's like, well, I had down stick of dynamite and I put that in quotes, but uh, yeah, I guess it's just some kind of firework. I'll give them then that he one. has like this spiked ball he throws that out the window onto the track and turbo hits that and gets a flat tire yeah so they have to pull into uh the pit and then crasher like takes out everybody yeah she's having a great old time running everyone off the track and then yeah. <laughs> slicks and spoiler just block the track up ahead and turbo has to turn around and next thing they know crasher's bearing down on them and commercial break and when we come back crasher somehow miscalculates and accidentally ramps off an overturned car she goes <laughs> flying in dra traveling in the opposite direction from turbo but then somehow lands in the same direction as turbo but then goes off-road again and crashes through a barrier. Yep, it, it kind of becomes a running gag with her for the rest of this episode. It really does. Yeah. yeah, but she gets back on the road. But just as soon as Spoiler and Slicks catch up to her, the Astro Beam wears off, I guess, and they just vanish. But that's not going to stop her. She keeps after Turbo. So on a story writing level, great use of the Astro Beam. It, it got Spoiler and Slicks in for just the moment that they were relevant to the story. And now we get rid of them and we can have Crasher and, and Turbo square off. I, I really like that. Uh... But back with Psykill, his big laser dealy thing is ready to go, and his first target is the Smeethane? What the fuck did he say here? I have no idea. I went back and played it like four or five times. I do not know what he said. God damn it, these DVDs need subtitles. Oh, I know. But the, I think they're firing at the Smeethane, whatever the fuck that is. And back with Leader One, uh, he tells Vanguard, yep, that's one of Psykill's scanners are, right? And like, do you notice Vanguard kind of looks like they made a GoBot out of a stick figure? Oh, but yeah, anyway. he's... He, he looks like the first weak-ass design of a GoBot before they gave him detail. <laughs> He's like two-dimensional. Yeah, he really uh, is. Vanguard tells bot. later one that Cycle has knocked out all the power to the wherever this is, so they fly off to get up back on, boy. Howdy. So they right away find a cave entrance and just know that that's Cycle's base, and Leader One says, I'll go get their attention. You blow up the Smeethane Ray or whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, so Leader One flies in and the Renegades attack him and Copter gets the spinny blade thing going and Leader One shoots it, but the shots get deflected and blast the stalactite, which causes what else? Rocks to fall on Leader One, but he's fine, he's fine. But this is a good setup. I gotta say, this is a really solid episode too. Uh, this is a good setup. It's gonna come up later as a setup would with the payoff but uh anyway uh greg and johnny quest are winning the race and greg is still saying i'm not doing nothing with the controls Jeez louise there and then the bullies trigger the bomb they put on turbo and this was the moment where i went it's a fucking bomb like they're trying to kill people 
These two have to go to jail. And it explodes, but it doesn't do a damn thing. And because Squinty is one of those guys that has to turn to look at the person in the passenger seat to talk to them while he's driving at high speed, <laughs> they crash through the wall of the track. Yeah, their car is totaled. And then we go to Leader One and Van Gil- Vanguard, who confront Psykill, who unleashes a brand new GoBot on them. Yeah, and I guess his name is uh, Scales. Uh, and- hey, it's, hey, Lou, what's up? Hey, fellas, uh, I'm just here to break your knees. What? what? Yeah, Herman said, yeah, you know, numbers are down. Well, that's show business. Come on, man. Like, be reasonable. Well, sorry, fellas. You see, that's the orders from above. You know, I'm loyal to the company, loyal to Herman, and, you know, it's I'll give you ten bucks. All right. Get away with that. Anyway, uh, Greg and Johnny Quest, uh, they realize there's... Oh, Crasher pulls up beside them, and they realize there's no driver in Crasher. And I don't know why... These two are idiots. I don't even... I'm not even going to think about it, but we have two more laps to go in the race. They're they're surprised that there's no driver in the car beside them, even though technically there's no driver in the car they're in. I know. (laughs) Whatever. They're morons. Um, Their turbos win the race, uh, and all the power goes out because of Psykill's Ray. And Crasher can't see so well, I guess. She doesn't have lights, but she crashes through a barrier again. And back with Leader One in the most anticlimactic battle ever. He and Vanguard blast at the weapon, and then he calmly walks over and just turns the lever back off. <laughs> like, that, that's that's how he stops it. He just shuts it off. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Psykill and Copter, without Scales, oh yeah, they beat Scales, but Scales was like such a throwaway character. Anyway, um, they uh, retreat to Thruster, which goes invisible. We still haven't seen the invention of the invisibility ray, but someday I'm sure it'll happen. Uh, and then uh, Greg and Johnny Quest win the race. They get the trophy, and now Scooter has Turbo hooked up to the battery charge or whatever this yeah. thing is and smallfoot's just standing there too and these two idiots walk up and only when they're literally standing right in front of them they're like guardians yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what did you think they were up until then like get your glasses tuned up man <laughs> yeah and so turbo converts he's like oh gee thanks guys i'm glad i could win the race by the way i look like a clown The old Barstow Grand Prix, is it? Because when you have a Grand Prix, you do it in a town of 22,000 people in the middle of nowhere. Now, let me explain to you the rules of the Barstow Grand Prix. There are none. You want to use something that clearly is not a car built on Earth? Go right ahead. You want to beam in from another planet, smash through the wall, and join the race after it's already started? That's fine with us. Hey, you want to bring a 4x4 onto the track? Well, as long as it's not too big and drives itself, that'd be okay. Hey, you want to bring shit with you to throw at other drivers or run everyone else off the road? That's cool. Hey, we don't mind if you block the track or ramp off crashed vehicles or smash through guardrails. Want a race car passenger? A guy that just bugs the driver? You can bring one of them too. And you're welcome, Mitch Hebrick. Say, man, can I turn on the radio? Can I put my feet out the window? You should slow down. Man, you really like Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. The next episode, Paul and I are going to review is Genius and Son. If you wanted to see two absolute geniuses, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at PMacPherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and uh, tell everyone you know. Tell your son if you have one. You can tell your son that he can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, E equals MC squared. I am a genius, you see. <laughs> Are you in genius? What? Turbo, come in, please. <laughs>